0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Happy Thursday, our new podcast day. I hope you have all been having a great week, a great start to Scorpio season, which we're going to get into. And yeah, I've been having such a good day so far. Had a really thick leg day. Ladies, who can relate? Took a little IG, felt just great. Ate a food, got my cold brew. I don't like fucking Starbucks, but like... I love a cold brew though. Um and yeah, just also I know I feel like this is such a cliche at this point and I feel like I also say it all the time, but can you believe that like next week is November? Bitch, like where does the time go? And I don't even like it's just weird. It's like time just seems to keep going faster and faster. It seems like it was just my birthday in July. And now it's like November basically. Like what? Um, but anyway, it's Scorpio season now, bitch, and shout out to all the Scorpios out there. One of my best friends is a Scorpio, so I'm very excited and, you know, it's just like what a time to be alive. So if you're a Scorpio, bitch, this is your time. Um, so I was kind of, I kind of know a little bit about Scorpios, you know, I feel like I've definitely known Scorpios and, um, I don't know, I've just always also loved a good water sign, So I've always just kind of been like, okay, sis. But after doing a little research on Scorpio season, I found some things that we could all relate to and keep in mind over this next month or so. So basically, like I said, Scorpio, the sign of Scorpio, it is a water sign. So think of the other water signs, Pisces and Cancer. You know, a little bit more emotional, a little bit more like, I don't know. I don't know. Just kind of like emotions and I have always been very attracted to water signs like both in friendships and romantically and I think it's because it's it's kind of the opposite of me. Like I'm a fire sign, so think of like fire and water just as things, you know. Water signs going to be a little bit more like chill, emotional, like for example, Scorpio is more going behind like beneath the surface and it's not like going to be shallow or superficial you know you tend to be a little bit more like I feel like dreamy is a little bit more like specifically Pisces but you know I'm sure y'all know by now so basically Scorpio season the main focus is going to be looking at things from a deeper perspective like finding the deeper meaning within everything your relationships and just kind of your purpose in life and like what motivates you in just kind of everything like not only just you know what motivates you to I don't know live your life like your career or what motivates you to go to the gym like not just stuff like that but just kind of like what motivates you to be who you are and what motivates you to say what you say and believe what you believe and you know just kind of a lot more deeper subjects and thoughts rather than especially compared to Libra season which we were just in which is like an air sign and it's a little more superficial and you know just kind of like an air sign to like think of like I don't know me looking for like nature analogies a windy day but you know it's going to be a little more superficial and just like oh my god like going from place to place like focusing on how you look and just kind of like having fun Scorpio season is a big transition to you know, going, again, beneath the surface, and um, it also was talking a lot, like, I was reading several different articles, um, and it was talking about catching feelings, which I thought was super interesting, because y'all, I'm sure we are all familiar with cuffing season ladies, um, but this could be a time where you find, you find yourself wanting a little, you know, just like something more out of a relationship, whereas in Libra season, or in a, a different type of season, you're going to just be wanting to have fun and just like meet people and be social. But Scorpio season is definitely like you're searching for that deeper connection with someone and to really get to know them and like, like what motivates them and who they are and what are their secrets and everything like that. So keep that in mind as cuffing season goes on. And of course, it's not like you can't just have a casual thing or whatever during this time, but you know, it's just something to keep in mind. Um, and then also the sign of Scorpio is related to kind of the end of a cycle. So it's kind of related to like death, but not death in the sense of like dying, you know, like physically dying, but in the sense of letting all the parts of yourself kind of die off and making room for the new. So it's kind of like regeneration and... It's. I was actually reading like a Cosmo article, which I thought was so random. I was like reading, it and I was like, "Wait, this is Cosmo." I'm like, "Why are they suddenly woke?" But it said, um, basically, a part of you dissolves and is reborn, like a phoenix, forming a better version of yourself. And once Scorpio season is over, you're not really going to be the same person. You're going to have let some stuff go, and you're going to have come to new awarenesses of like who you are, and I guess like what your purpose is, and. It's just kind of like a little upgrade, you know, like all the antics of the summer, of Libra season, of all the, yeah, all the antics, you know, we're going to take some reflection and think, you know, what did I learn from this? What benefits me? What could I let go of? And who am I going to become moving forward and especially moving forward into the new year? Bitch, I can't wait for Sag season though. Fuck. (laughs) It's going to be fun. But before the fun, you know, we got to go through this little transitional period and it's not to say scorpio season isn't fun but it's not that light breezy fun that we might find in like a fire season or an air season you know what i mean so yeah and then something else is because it is a water sign you may be a little more motivated by your emotions and how you're feeling rather than again like libra season where maybe you're more motivated by how pretty something is or how much fun you're having or like i don't know something a little more lighthearted. you know So it's not to say this is going to be like a time of, you know, isolation and just being sad and emotional all the time, but you know, it's just going to be a little different and a little more introspective, which is good. And we need everything in order to live a happy, balanced life. So again, shout out to all the Scorpios out there. I'm really excited for my best friend, one of my best friends. All my best friends are like water signs, but bitch, it's going to be a pop in month and Keep me updated on any tea that you guys may run into related to cuffing season or, um, you know, finding a new bay or just realizing something that you need to let go of, you know, keep me updated in my DMs. I love hearing your guys' story times. (laughs) Um, But yeah, happy Scorpio season. Um, Moving into something a little more serious. You guys know I like to use this podcast as a way to definitely spread awareness and I think talk about issues that matter and I think this is actually I literally just made this connection like literally right now but recently I've just been feeling a lot I don't know a lot of like almost questioning myself and this is so funny that I was just talking about Scorpio season and yeah it's like I'm I'm not really motivated to like post a photo on Instagram or like make a YouTube video about like Something dumb. I don't know. Like, I just feel recently a lot more focused on bigger issues and bigger issues in the world. And it's like, what can I do to help inspire positive change with politics and, you know, just all of the bullshit that is currently going on in our world? And sometimes I just. Think like I think last week I was talking about how I am not really I don't really care about Instagram that much anymore and I'm just kind of like over it and I'm like what's the point of this like what am I what am I really doing by posting this photo and obviously you can like post photos and still you know inspire positive change in people's lives in your life and in the world but I'm just kind of I guess trying to figure out how to do that so I'm kind of I've kind of been feeling a little detached. From the superficiality, I guess, of social media, and I've just been a lot more interested in, like, again, larger issues. So, I really want to use this podcast and just all of my platforms as a way to spread awareness of those issues, um, and I don't know, educate myself and, therefore, help educate others. So, recently, if you guys have been reading the news, watching the news, and just seeing news on Twitter, um. There, so I guess it was like a something got leaked. Let me see, but I don't know, like it's not set in stone yet. A leaked memo, apparently it was, suggesting that the Trump administration wants to create a legal definition of sex as basically like you are what you are when you're born. You know, define you're basically defined by the genitals you have when you were born. So this completely. You know, the, basically, it's like they want to eradicate the transgender community in the United States. And during the Obama administration, as I was doing research, I learned that they kind of loosened the. This is from the New York Times, by the way. They loosened the legal concept of gender in federal p- federal programs, um, including education and healthcare. And basically, they the Obama administration recognized gender basically as an individual's choice and not determined by what you you know the, the genitals that you had when you were born because we know that like i mean if you're fucking reasonable you know <laughs> that sex and gender are two different things and just because you have certain genitals it doesn't mean that you like um you feel like that's who you are you know what i mean I'm sure you know what I mean, but apparently a bunch of people don't. <laughs> um, so basically, there's a law, Title IX, which I think, didn't that come in like the, the 70s? When there was a lot of like women's rights activism and whatnot, I think. Um, and it basically says that no person in the United States shall, on the basis of sex, be excluded from participation in or be denied the benefits of or be subjected to discrimination in anything basically just like because of your sex gender um so they basically want to redefine that so that you have to just be what you were when you were born and that's just so like why are we moving backwards you know like it's just so appalling because it basically it's like what do you gain from it like I just don't... It really... It really comes down to fear and people specifically like white, cis, gender, heterosexual men. They're scared of like losing their power and you have to think of like... I saw this tweet. I, th- I don't know if I talked about it on here but I definitely retweeted it and posted it on my story but this country was founded on like colonizers, like these white people coming over and like killing all the people that lived here and claiming it as their own and it was built on slavery and just all of these horrible things and it's like no wonder this country and like this world pretty much is the way that it is now because that's like that's kind of what it was set up to be so it's like we have to just kind of think of like how can we change that fuck it's like it's so much and it's so fucked up Um, So basically, it would exclude the transgender community from Title IX, and people wouldn't have that protection and those rights. So I just thought it was really also funny that Caitlyn Jenner was posting about it and saying, like, we won't be erased. Like, using, using that hashtag, a lot of people were using that hashtag, we won't be, or just won't be erased, And it's like, she was, like, (laughs) pro-Trump. And I saw this tweet that was like, I didn't think the tigers would eat my face, says the woman who voted for the tigers eating face something. And I just think that's really applicable in this situation. But I don't know. It's just really scary. And it's, it's just like, what the fuck? So basically... It's not official yet. It was just like allegedly a leaked memo, um, and I read on CNN that if the proposal is adopted, um, it will be published in the Federal Register, where basically the public and just like like the general public and civilians have the chance to submit comments for the administration to consider before they like issue the final rule. And if it becomes policy, it's going to like go to the Supreme Court and be, like, sorted out that way, so it's not like it's 100% happening yet, but just even the fact that this would be considered, and that we would fall back on, just not fall back, but, like, go backwards and undo, you know, what the Obama administration had done to kind of, like, protect the transgender community, it's just really scary that that is even being, like, talked about or considered, and it just sucks that, like, make America great again, it's like, bitch, like, um yeah this country was founded on slave owners and genocide and all of these like terrible terrible things just to protect like white cishet men. You know what I mean? Um so I guess I was looking for like calls of action and things to do and I guess the best thing to do at this time is just to stay aware of these issues and keep updated on them because like you know if there's a chance to submit comments and let your voice be heard or like voting like obviously november's coming up i hope you all registered to vote i did it took like two seconds um just kind of staying aware of these issues and going to protests and tweeting it tweeting about it and letting your voice be heard and that's why i really love social media so much because um I actually wrote an essay about this, I think, like, in my senior year with Black Lives Matter and just how we can hear firsthand from people going through these things. Um, Because I think of, like, where I grew up, and although it was, like, a pretty liberal area and people overall were pretty, like, I don't know, educated and... um, I want to say like open and accepting of other people. It was still a a very sheltered place and it was like mostly all white people and like white hippies basically. Um, and I just think of like how sheltered it was and how much I wouldn't know about other people's circumstances and about my own privilege and just what other people go through and people who don't have my privilege and who people who are different than me you know, without social media and also without like moving to a bigger city and stuff, but especially social media, just with everything, cause you can hear from people firsthand and we no longer have to rely solely on, you know, TV networks and the news, which is very like controlled. Um, you know, we can hear f- from a bunch of different people, which can be- definitely be overwhelming at times, like going through Twitter and seeing a whole bunch of like really depressing shit that you kind of feel helpless about. But, um, you know, if you just kind of, I don't know, there's definitely a balance, but getting back to my point, I just think it's really great that we're able to stay educated on these things and, you know, be aware of other people's circumstances and therefore use our own privilege. I'm speaking for myself, my own privilege to try to help those who don't have it and to give those people a voice. Um, so, yeah, I guess just like Keep your eyes and ears peeled you guys and vote register to vote if it's not too late in your um state and yeah so that's it's like great things <laughs> it's so stressful dude but education is key educating yourself and i think just like listening to other people listening to people who are different than you and who go through different things and yeah um so on another you know twitter trending moment <laughs> There was leaked audio of some people's fave, XXX Tentacion. And I never really have spoken on this, but I don't know. Like, on one hand, I'm like, it's not really my place, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, it kind of is as like a woman, and basically, it's like, how can there be hard evidence of someone basically if you don't know there was leaked audio of him before he passed away i think just with his friends or whatever and he was confessing to like abusing his ex-girlfriend and saying things like oh my god like she's like i could kill her like she's so scared that i'm gonna kill her like she knows what i do to people she knows how many people i've stabbed like blah 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 it's like there's hard evidence of this and people will still make excuses for the abuser because they liked his music or because they support like it's just really appalling and I think it also just, it puts a lot of hopelessness in victims of domestic abuse and in any sort of abusive situation because it's like, okay, there's literally hard evidence of someone like threatening you and confessing to abusing you and people will still not care about you or blame you or slut shame you or essentially just like side with the abuser. Sorry. Um, And... I kind of, like, on one hand, I kind of get where, like, his fans and people who knew him are saying, like, oh, he's, like, passed away, like, just drop it, but I think it's also a greater issue than that, and at least for me, like, I'm not gonna tweet mean, I'm not gonna, like, tweet negatively about him, because on one hand, like, he has passed away, but I think it does bring up the larger issue of, you know, just people not listening to the the abuse and the victims in these situations and like, Oh my God, but his music helped me. Like, it's like, you have to think about who you're supporting. And I guess also the question would be, what is the line between, you know, connecting with someone's art or music or whatever, and then supporting them and making excuses for them as to why, you know, like, Oh, you know, he had his whole life ahead of him. He was, he was changing. Like, it doesn't matter, like, blah, blah, blah. So I guess what's the line? And I know that I'm definitely guilty of, like, I say supporting loosely, but I guess if you listen to someone's music or whatever, like, you're kind of supporting them, you know? You know, just people who, like, men who have been known to, like, abuse women and just been violent and just done, like, not so great things, even to, like, a lesser... Degree, like for example, like Drake. Drake's, I don't think, ever had any domestic abuse charges or anything like that. But just things like when he made Rihanna un- uncomfortable on stage, and just kind of like the vibe of manipulation, in some of his songs, and being like, I you're doing better with, it. you know, just tones like that. But it's like, I still listen to him. So, and then there's like greater examples of like people who have actually beat their girlfriends and just done terrible shit. And then, like, 6'9", fucking, like, being a pedophile. And, like, but it's, like, they're still so famous and so so successful. And people always say, like, oh, my God, we don't want to ruin their lives. Like, it was one mistake, blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, no lives are being ruined. Like, these guys rarely get away with this abuse and assault and whatever else so why do people keep making excuses for them, and why do people keep, you know, not caring about the victims, so yeah, it's, like, I see people tweeting, like, I mean, it's, like, people tweet some shit about, like, X, and it's, like, I'm not gonna do that, but I'm also not gonna be, like, oh, so for me, I was never, like, a fan or anything, but I don't know, for me, yeah, it just kind of brings up the larger issue of why why don't people care about these, like, women who are being abused. Like. So I would love to hear your guys' thoughts. And, again, like, what – for you personally, what is the line? Like, I know I've definitely, like, maybe, like had a Chris Brown song playing in a video or in an Instagram story, and people are like, I can't believe you would support him. And it's like, if I'm listening to a song, is that the same as supporting someone? And I get how it kind of is, but I'm not, like, tweeting about how much I love them or making excuses for them. So I don't know. It is, I guess it is kind of, like, a tricky line. Or even just, you know, listening to songs about, like, fucking hoes and things like that. It's like, I know this is, like, very misogynistic, but I'm still listening to it. So what does that say about me? And what is the, like, answer, you know? Like, what what do you do? (laughs) Because some songs, like, go hard, but then I listen to the lyrics and I'm like... I don't support this message, but why am I listening to it? You know what I mean? Um, So I'd love to hear about your guys' thoughts on all of that. But yeah, this whole thing just really made me start thinking a little more about all of that. And, you know, just reflecting on my, you know, like, what I do. I was like, I guess I do listen to people who listen to their, like, some people's music who have had, have done bad shit and who have been abusive. And it's like, what? Yeah. So anyway... I'd love to hear your thoughts um and then uh, i guess one last note um kind of related is well i don't know it's kind of related to all of this like supporting abusers but then also scorpio season just like drake's birthday party and seeing all the pics from that like i it it was a great aesthetic like the two he had like a 2000s themed birthday party and just all the photos were so dare i say fire and yeah it was just like wow good job like great aesthetic um and then there was this video of like apparently chris brown went and i don't know if you guys know the tea but they used to have beef over rihanna but now they're like bros and this person tweeted the video of them like dancing together at drake's b-day and they were like, wow, like, oh my god, let me see if I can find the actual wording, because it was so accurate, and it kind of goes back to, like, what I was saying a second ago. Oh, so, <laughs> they are like, oh my god, Drake and Chris Brown partying together, and then this girl quote tweeted and said, things are peaceful now that both of these raw sex-having-with-fans baby daddies are 100% unwanted and ineligible for superstar mogul Rihanna. Mmm. So uh, all I have to say is, like, the tea is hot, you know? <laughs> um, so on that note, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. <laughs> it's like, where's the life? Um, but let me know what you want me to talk about next week. And let me know if you want me to start answering questions again. Like, I'm not sure what y'all want. So LMK. And yeah, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, everyone.